eating disorders have increased dramatically, uh, especially over the two years of COVID when kids were isolated and were not having the interaction with their friends. And Pathstone has seen an increase in the number of, of children coming for counseling for eating disorders. Leanne Smith works at Pathstone Mental Health, and she's joining me today to talk about body positivity. Hi, Leanne. Thanks for coming on the show today to talk about what I think is a really, really, really important issue and something that kids have been grappling with probably since the beginning of time, and that's body image. And there's uh, a lot of things that go into that, that that develops this poor sense of self. How does a therapist define the difference between um, what is a poor or unrealistic body image versus a balanced view of oneself? So let's let's start with with a balanced view or a healthy view of oneself, which would mean that you know, you feel comfortable in your body and you feel good about the way you look. And this includes what you think and feel about your appearance and how you judge your own self-worth, right? A negative body image can put you at higher risk of certain mental health conditions like eating disorders, depression, um, and a negative body image generally involves being overly focused on comparing your size, shape, or appearance to unrealistic ideals. So holding yourself to a thin ideal or an athletic ideal may cause you to develop unhealthy self-talk, low self-esteem, or you know, disordered eating patterns even. And it's, um, so can you tell me what the, what the body positive movement is and what is the difference with the way we have looked at body image before and where this where this body image movement is taking kids and their thinking? Sure. So body positivity is a social movement. It's focused on the acceptance of all bodies, regardless of, you know, size, shape, skin tone, gender, and physical abilities, while challenging present day beauty standards uh, as an undesirable social construct. So proponents focus on the appreciation of the functionality and health of the human body instead of its physiological appearance. So a central uh, belief advocated is that beauty is a construct of society and that this construct should not determine one's confidence or self-worth. Uh, individuals are encouraged to love themselves to the fullest while not only accepting, but even embracing their physical traits. So the body positivity movement really aims to change societal and individual perceptions of weight, size, appearance, to be more accepting of all bodies, regardless of their diverse characteristics. So we need to embrace the fact that Beauty comes in all shapes, sizes, colors, races, genders, abilities, and, and so on. So for kids, um, they're, they're, they're bombarded with these social issues, as you said, what they see on TV, uh, what they experience in social media, um, just, you know, talking and the way people are talking about themselves in school, like, ooh, look at her, she's so gorgeous, I wish I looked like that. All of those things are just 
they're bombarded all day, every day. How does a child start to make that move from I'm I hate I don't know I some some kids are going to be I hate myself or I, I I just I'm not as good as other kids to you know what there's something I can do about this this isn't right I shouldn't feel this way because you'd have to have that wouldn't you before someone would um, come to Pathstone uh, a child would come to Pathstone to work on body positivity. Mm -hmm. So I guess, so some signs for the youth to watch for, for them to, you know, sort of take note of, um, the youth could maybe start noticing that they're, they're feeling some anxiety and some stress about, uh, you know, around how they look, they might, they might show it by maybe they're criticizing their body. You know, for example, they might say that they feel that they're ugly. Um, they might notice that they're comparing themselves continually to others, um, or that they're not wanting to leave the house because of the way that they look. They're not doing activities or trying new things because of the way they feel about their body. Um, maybe they're obsessing about losing weight or obsessing about specific parts of their body, uh, or spending lots of time, you know, looking in the mirror or taking photos and looking for changes or imperfections. Um, and also noticing if, if they're linking food with feelings of guilt, shame, or blame. These are all things that uh, the youth and their parents can watch for. And sometimes that could be eating more food. Um, I think sometimes we all think if I just ate a pint of ice cream right now, I'd feel a lot better. But also eating less food. Um, and then, you know, you get into kind of the eating dis disorder area. But body positivity could, uh, because eating disorders are increasing in kids, and we know through COVID that it, it um, there was a, a huge increase. I know you saw a lot more kids at Pathstone who were uh, coping with eating disorders. Body positivity, it seems to me, is a way to sort of intervene with the way a child feels about their body before they may move into an eating disorder. If you've intervened early enough, you can you can catch that and sort of nip that in the bud. Um, and you know, so yes, you're right with with body the body positivity movement. Um, it's important to be talking about this stuff ahead of time. So that's sort of where I wanted to go with you know how parents can help, right? So how how they can intervene early enough to be proactive um, in the approach to this. And so what they're looking for changes in behavior, anxiety, the, the, those kinds of things that they can notice those changes with their child. But a lot of kids are still maybe not wanting to talk to their mom and dad about what's happening when they're, you know, on Instagram at night and they're seeing all of these images of, that they perceive are people who are more, like you said, more beautiful than they are, friends who are on there and they, they think, I'm not, you know, I'm not as good as that person. They might not talk to their parents about that and, and there, I, I would think there may be times when the parents aren't seeing the signs of what's happening with with um, with their kids. And I mean, it's boys and girls, but it's it's, you know, more girls who get into that kind of thinking if they don't tell their parents, their parents mm -hmm. still need to kind of, you know, figure out a way to recognize it. And that yeah. must make it harder. 
Um, it does, but I still say, regardless of whether, you know, don't wait till, you, till your teen comes to you to talk because then you're gonna be waiting probably for a very long time. I say, you know, talk about it openly. Um, you know, not, not while they're on social media, maybe, you know, make it just go up to them and, and have a conversation um, with your teen and sort of sort through and, and help them sort through and understand the messages that they're seeing on, on social media about their body. You know, uh, sometimes it can help to just listen to your teen about how they're feeling about changes that are occurring in their body, likely as a result of, you know, puberty really pay attention to your team's concerns and showing that you care and are interested in what they're saying. If they're feeling confused, you can reassure them that changes are normal and it's, you know, part of, part of growing up. Um, it's also good to talk with your child about those images that they do see on social media. Um, you know, some images set unrealistic ideals for teenagers but you can help by explaining how the images are often digitally manipulated so that people look more, um, you know, different than they really are in person. Um, you know, focus on your, your teen as a whole person. So this is about praising your teen for who they are and what they can do rather than their appearance or their size or their shape. Um, you can let your child know that you're proud of them for things that aren't related to their, their appearance, like their sense of humor or their effort that they put in at school, their helpfulness and other special skills. And you can also um, help your child spend more time on interests and activities that make them feel good. Um, send your child positive messages about themselves by focusing on what their body can do rather than how they look. For example, you can say something like, wow, you, you hit that ball a long way instead of, gosh, you've got big arm muscles, you know? Um, and then also be a positive body image role model yourself. If you show that you feel positive about your own body, it'll be easier for your teen to be positive about their body. So a positive attitude includes, you know, making healthy eating and physical activity, part of your everyday family life. Uh, avoid fat or crash diets, or, you know, what? avoid diets and the word diet altogether. Um, appreciate your own body for what it can do and not just how it looks. Being proud of things in yourself that aren't related to appearance. Accepting and valuing people no matter how they look and not commenting on their appearance or how people look at all. You know, sometimes unhelpful body attitudes can show up in, in subtle comments and messages without us really being aware of it. For example, we might see a friend and, and say something like, you look great, you've lost so much weight. Comments like these can add up and influence the way children and teens feel about their bodies. Next time, try something like, it's been a while, it's so nice to see you, rather than putting any emphasis on appearances at all. Yeah, that's interesting because um... I would automatically think that what would make the person feel better would be to say, wow, you look fantastic. You, you know, you've lost weight, but that might make the, the, the person feel better for a very short period of time. And then it gets into the brain and it, and it flips around a little bit. You yeah. talked a little bit about um, media. So if we, if we talk about regular media, uh, television, advertising, um, TV shows, the 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 images that companies are now 
putting forward in in ads, for example, are way more realistic and re relevant relevant to to what you know people in society. So, for example, if you go to a clothing store online, you don't just see skinny models with these long legs who you don't even know anybody who looks like that you're seeing plus sizes as well um you're 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 seeing people from varied backgrounds so there's almost always it seems to me now someone that you can connect with and say wow they look great um they're they're um they're in this ad they must be okay and can they relate that now to themselves and feel and help it helps them feel a bit better about themselves? Yes, absolutely. It's 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 time that we're now flipping the narrative here, right? So um, everybody is beautiful, and there are a lot of ad campaigns, a lot of companies that are following suit. Like we've heard about um, Dove, the 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 soap company. Um, you know, they launched their real beauty campaign. Uh, in which advertisements depicted women of varying body types and skin tones in a manner that portrayed acceptance and positivity towards their bodies. Um, you know, Dove presents its Dove Self-Esteem Project as a mission for helping young people reach their full potential by delivering quality body confidence and self-esteem education. Um, they also partner with and raise money for eating disorder organizations. Um, the company Airy, which is a clothing line, uh, in 2017, they launched their Airy Real, um, which they don't retouch or edit any of their photos of their models. And they encourage, of course, body positivity, body acceptance, um, including things like cellulite, stretch marks, fat rolls, all of that stuff in their uh, campaigns. Um, and so it's yes. really it's destigmatizing, which is what is um, really important, and um, uh, you know destigmatizing of mental health mental health issues is happening. Um, adults and kids, which is great. So so these companies and Dove, Dove was really at the forefront of of starting this movement, um, and so destigmatizing body image. Mm -hmm. The way you see yourself, part of that as well would be with your friends. Yep, absolutely. I mean, you wouldn't, Janice, would you, would you body bash one of your friends? No. Absolutely not. So then why would you do that to yourself? So give yourself the same grace and gentle care that you would your friends, right? Right. Now, if we go to self-care, what are the the things that parents and kids can do to to show self-care to themselves and build that idea that um, I'm okay? Um, I don't know if I'm okay is the way to go. So, what are the kinds of things that parents and kids can do that would be in self-care? Yes, sure. So if, if we want to look at what self-care um, is, first of all, it's um, basically self-care means taking care of yourself so that you can be healthy, you can be well, you can do your job, you can help and care for others, and you can do all the things that you want to and need to accomplish within a day. So basically, self-care is anything that you do for yourself that feels nourishing for yourself. 
Um, it's, it's the part of the answer uh, to how we can all better cope with daily stressors, which of course would include anything related to body image, self-image, self-esteem, and so on. It involves checking in with yourself and asking yourself how you're doing and what is it your body's asking for, and then following through with those requests. So when we're regularly taking care of ourselves, we are better able to react to the things that go on in our lives. So when it is regularly practiced, the benefits are broad and have even been linked to positive health outcomes such as reduced stress, improved immune system, increased productivity, and higher self-esteem. Now, there are different types of self-care. There is emotional self-care, which includes stuff like positive talk, weekly bubble baths or daily bubble baths for that matter, saying no to things that cause unnecessary stress, setting up a weekly coffee date with a friend. Um, then there's physical self-care, such as prioritizing your sleep and having healthy bedtime habits and routines, adopting an exercise routine that you can stick with that's realistic, such as you know going for walks, um, choosing healthy and nourishing foods over highly processed ones. And then there's spiritual self-care, which includes attending religious services, spending time in nature, meditating, and or keeping a gratitude journal are just a few examples. So it's also important though, to try to focus on the more enduring self-care routines as opposed to the temporary um, ones, such as going out for a dinner with a friend one time, right? A more enduring form of self-care is practicing mindfulness regularly. So mindfulness is being in the moment and focusing on that moment. Enduring self-care practices lead to positive brain changes, including things like being able to manage your emotions better. So there are myriad different self-care activities that one can do, whether you be a youth, a child, a teenager, an adult, I'd highly suggest searching it up online and trying a few out for yourself until you find a handful of more or more that work for you. And then practice, practice, practice until it becomes habit. That's a really great idea because it is sometimes hard to, you know, for someone, for example, to develop a good exercise routine, that may not be something that they they do well. I mean, I don't know how many gyms and I joined when I was younger, you know, in my 20s, just and then never went because it is not the thing that works for me. No, it's and not realistic it, for you, right? And then you can feel worse about yourself. The wellness walls that um, the Pathstone has, and if nobody knows about the wellness walls, they're in schools right now, and they're sort of big, big um, bulletin board that allows kids to put on messages, and it's anonymous, and it can be a message that is, I'm feeling depressed, or I feel bad about myself, but but there, other students will go on and they'll say, I know somebody who's feeling really badly about how they look, and I just want them to know that I think they're great. And mm -hmm. so they're getting the opportunity to express themselves, but they may also be getting some positive feedback from, from the kids they're worried about, you know, seeing them in a bad way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it does, it does absolutely make a difference if they're seeing these positive notes on a variety of, you know, different body shapes, sizes, colors, abilities. 
um, as then no one certain body type will hold an ideal, right? But rather all body types would be considered ideal and the norm, if you will. So youth will eventually feel less pressure to be a certain type if, you know, if there is no type per se. So let's not wait. I think this is the message to parents and and to the child. Let's not wait until it gets so bad it's overwhelming your life. Try and catch it early. And Pathstone is involved in every area of mental health for kids. Yeah, so um, Pathstone offers a variety of different programs and services. Um, we have um, for those teens that maybe just want a one-off counseling session, we offer our walk-in clinics Monday to Friday, um, and we offer them in a variety of different locations throughout Niagara. Um, we also have our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week staffed crisis support line, uh, and they can call that at 1-800-263-4944. Um, you can also visit online www.pathstonementalhealth.ca uh, for more information on our programs and services and how to get connected. And you have some great videos up there, and they're also available on your channel on YouTube, Pathstone TV. Um, great videos that cover a lot of the issues that um, that students are facing, and the and the most recent one is body positivity. So I encourage both um, children and parents to check out Pathstone TV because I'm pretty sure there will be something on there that helps you in the, in, the, in the situation that you are in to understand what's happening and how you can receive help. Leanne, thank you uh, for coming on and talking about this. It's, I've learned a lot more about uh, how you can actually intervene and help yourself um, connect with your body and, and understand really that everybody is beautiful. Everybody has something to offer. Now you can, um, as we have become more used to destigmatizing, this is an area where kids need a lot of help. And um, I'm so happy that uh, body, the body positivity movement is taking off. Absolutely. And I like to say, you know, there is nobody else in the world out there like you, but you. You are you. You are beautiful. So thank you for having me, Janice.